Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm here today with the 38th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Today, I have a hand from a 10,000 buy-in, 10,000 euro buy-in high roller event I recently played at a European poker tour stop. And in this hand, we have Ace-10 offsuit in third position with 20,000 chips at 300-600. So roughly 45 big blinds or so. I guess it's 40 big blinds. So I raise to 1,400 from third position with ace of hearts, 10 of clubs. So first off, this is a fairly loose open. We are eight-handed, so so I guess I'm in the low jack seat. It's not exactly third position. So uh, somewhat loose open preflop. I think folding's fine. I think raising is also great. Um, either, either play is fine, especially if you know how your opponents will react to your raise. If you expect to get re-raised a lot, obviously you don't want to raise in the first place. But if you expect your opponents to call and then play straightforward post-flop, then raising's fantastic. So I raise a very active 50-year-old guy and the small blind calls. He has a lot of chips, 50,000. And a loose, aggressive kid calls in the big blind. So three ways. The pot is 4,800. The flop comes four of hearts, three of diamonds, three of clubs. And to my surprise... The very active 50-year-old bets 3,000. If the loose-aggressive kid calls or raises, I'm just going to fold my hand, no problem. But whenever the loose-aggressive kid folds, so we're now heads up, I have to ask myself, what do I think this guy's leading range is? So I think it's going to be a lot of fours, a lot of threes, and a lot of draws. So against the fours, that hand is often going to get worse on the turn. So I think I'm going to be able to realistically see a river somewhat cheaply. And if I know my opponent has a four, I'm probably, you know, slight, sli- a slight dog right now, but I can probably win the pot on various turns. So I'm not really concerned about those. Against the draws, I'm ahead. And against the threes, I'm obviously crushed. But would your opponent lead with a three in the spot? Probably not. I think I'm going to be looking at something like um, a four or maybe pocket fives way more often than I'm looking at a three. Also, the opponent has to call a raise with a three in his hand in the first place, which a very active player certainly will. So I'm not going to say I should completely discount threes, but given there are two on the board already, and most people would check to the raiser with a three, this is a spot where I don't think the opponent has a three too often. So I am going to call here, and I'm calling with the intention of not folding on somewhat safe turn and river cards. So bad turn and river cards in particular would be a seven, six, five, and two. I think those would be very, very bad turns for me. Besides that, I think most of the turns are going to be reasonably safe. So the turn card is a jack, which is fine. And the opponent bets 5,000 into the 10,900 pot. So the question now becomes, would the opponent make this bet with a four? And if I don't think he's going to make the bet with a four, which it's very hard to know what a loose aggressive very or a very active player is going to do if he's not going to make this bet with a four then my opponent probably either has a draw or a three and against a range of all draws which you know we can't necessarily say my opponent has all draws he may not bet seven six for example or he may not bet um five two if he could possibly have five two against that against the range of all draws and hands containing a three that makes sense i mean i don't think the opponent's going to call with eight three and seven three and nine three preflop um, Ace-10 offsuit is going to be in fantastic shape. So I don't think I can fold here, even though I obviously am starting to risk my stack, right? If I call this, I'm going to have 12,000 left, and the pot's going to be 20. So it's not like I can just happily call here and be thrilled, but I think this is a pretty reasonable spot to call if I don't think my opponent's going to continue betting with a four. All right, River's an eight, and my opponent bets 10,000 
which is roughly half pot. And I have 12,500 left. So if I call this, it is going to be for most of my chips. Um, one, one really quick aside, I was recently talking to someone and they say, oh, you're pot committed. If you put in almost all your chips, you might as well put in the rest. And that's just absolutely not true. Uh, this is a scenario where I'm definitely calling or folding on the river. I'm definitely not raising, even though I would only have 2000 chips left. If I lose or 2,500 left, if I lose, you can run that 2,500 up. You do not have to go all in or fold every hand here. And actually if I had pocket aces in this spot, I would call, I would not raise because my opponent's probably only going to call if he has a three. And if he has a three and beat. So there's absolutely no point in raising any made hand here. So I just have to ask myself, would my opponent take this line with a draw? And I think that this makes a decent amount of sense. And notice that pretty much all the draws missed. Um, the board is rainbow on the flop and on the turn of the river, so there are no flush draws. And ace two missed, ace five missed, and also seven six, six five, five two, and seven five. All all the draws missed. So this is fantastic for me. If the river was something like a 7, a 6, a 5, or a 2, I would be much more inclined to fold to this. But an 8 is a very clean card. So I probably based my decision off some amount of live reads as well, which, of course, I cannot dis display using this Share My Pair program that I'm using to show you guys this hand history. But given I know a lot about my opponent and that he's very active, he's splashy, he's willing to get out of line, I decided to make the call. And... The opponent has the 5-2. Five 5-2 two. Five two of hearts. So he flopped a an open into straight draw and a backdoor flush draw. And he decided to barrel off, which I don't really think is a bad play. Um, especially with his hand. It's never really bad to take a bluff line with the nut low if you'd play that your nut hands in the same way. But I'm not really sure my opponent would have played his nut hands in the same way. So this is a pretty cool spot. I, I don't think comes up too often. But if you can make really good reads on your opponents and have a reasonable idea of how you expect them to play, you can actually capitalize on that. And I actually wrote a book about this, even though this was from a high-stakes tournament. The book I wrote, which is currently the number one gambling poker, the number one gambling book, number one poker book, etc., on Amazon, is called Strategies for Beating Small Stakes Poker Tournaments. You can see it right here, number one, which is pretty sweet. I did not expect the book to be a number one success, but it was. And in this book, I really discuss how to get out of line and capitalize based on your opponent's mistakes. I mean, this hand we just went over is a really good example where I think a lot of people would maybe call the flop but then just fold the turn. And if you know your opponent's active, I think folding the turn would be pretty criminal. So anyways, check out my book. It's only $5. I tried to make it cheap so that everyone could afford it. I didn't want to give anyone any excuse to not be able to download it. It's also available in print format for a little bit more. But um, yeah, it's, it's a very concise book that discusses how to get out of line and really exploit a lot of different player types, especially the player types you're going to find in small stakes tournaments. And a lot of the people in small stakes tournaments are sort of blind, blindly bluffing. <laughs> they, they bluff anytime they think it'll work. So check that out again at, on Amazon. If you don't have a Kindle, you can also download a Kindle viewer to read the book on your computer. So don't think that you must have a Kindle to read it. You can also download an, a program on your iPad to read it. If, if you have a device, if you have a a smartphone, an iPad, an iPad, uh, smart pad. What am I trying to say? iPhone, iPad, computer. Obviously, if you're watching this or listening to this, you have some sort of device. Um, you can get this book. It's only five bucks, and I think it will help your game a lot. It's been the bestseller for quite a while now, and I am very happy about that. So check it out, Strategies for Beating Small Stakes Poker Tournaments, and I will see you guys next week.